welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate the Wickedly Smart Women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create change all around the world. Now here's your host, Emerald Green Forest. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate Wickedly Smart Women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom, along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Emerald Greenforest, and today we welcome our special guest, Lauren Shellick Kafritz. She is an internationally known breathwork teacher, speaker, and the author of Breath Love. She is also the founder of Experience Breath and is trained and certified in integrative breathwork and transformational breath and has studied many other breathing modalities. She facilitates breathwork for executive teams, nonprofits, government agencies, corporations, hospitals, and schools, and hosts breath retreats, conferences, and workshops across the country. She is the national representative for the International Breathwork Foundation and is a member of the Global Professional Breathwork Alliance. She has appeared on numerous television and radio shows and in national publications. Welcome to Wickedly Smart Women. Thank so glad so to have you. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah, well, you know, I always like to start the show before we go live with recording by asking my guests to take three nice deep cleansing breaths with me. So oh. today it was like, yes, we're going to do it. <laughs> we're going to do that with a pro. I'm so excited to have you here. And, you know, I like to start by asking you, Lauren, what really inspired you to step into a leadership role in this particular industry, the breathwork industry? And certainly, if you'd like to give us a little backstory about how you got into breathwork to begin with, you know, it's different to just have somebody who's an expert, but you're also like a leader. You're a real leader in this industry. So I'd love to hear both kind of the story of how you got into breath work and then what really called you into that leadership role. Oh, awesome. Yeah, well, I couldn't turn my neck. <laughs> I called it my beautiful pain in the neck. You know, I wasn't, I, I was, you know, I had my master's in journalism. I was a photojournalist. You know, I wasn't breath, spirituality, all of that. Wait, what? I grew up in the suburbs, Cheerios and Captain Crunch. And then my neck happened. And it was, you know, Western medicine or docs were telling me, you know, we want to do surgery. Don't look up. I spent like five years not looking up. I had a nine-month-old son at the time. And I'm like, I can't do surgery now. <laughs> I'm not doing surgery. So it put me on this beautiful journey you know, I went to a physiatrist that worked on the muscles around it. I went to uh, yoga therapy and massage therapy. And then when I hit breath work, it was just like, oh, wow. And it was almost immediate that I understood the pain in my neck was both a physical pain and an emotional pain. And as I healed both, I can turn my neck today. <laughs> so that was the beginning. 
Beautiful. Well, I was a Captain Crunch fan myself, I have to admit. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I want to, I do want to get to the leadership part, but I really actually want to go a little bit deeper here. What was the emotional piece for you, if you're willing to share that, that you uncovered as a result of finding breath work and finding that mind, body, emotion connection that I know myself very well. I used to have the claw of pain down at the base of my back, and literally I could see it in my mind's eye as the claw of pain. So I'm very familiar with the mind-body connection and how emotions tend to take up residence and create pain for us. So can you tell us what the pain in the neck actually was? So I want to tell you, I've done a ton of interviews at this point, and you're the first person to ask me what the pain was. (laughs) So... I'm surprised. I'm frankly, I'm surprised. Yeah. And interestingly enough, in my book, I talk a little bit about it. But the short story is, you know, it's the neck. And neck is expression. You know, how was I not being authentic? How was I not expressing my needs and wants? And I had to heal some pieces in my childhood. And as I did that, it moved forward, which I know you know a lot about. So... Once I started expressing myself and asking for what it was that I needed and started showing up in the world fully me, the pain just went. The conscious connected breathing, which we'll talk about in a minute, which is breath work. As you're doing a session, especially, you know, I've studied integrative breath work, transformational breath work, I've done a little bit of breath mastery. You know, being involved with the International Breathwork Foundation, I threw the conference last year called the GEEK, the Global Inspiration Conference. And so I had experts from all over the globe, 250 people gathered in the desert. We were Joshua Tree in June, and it was amazing. And so I'm constantly gaining new tools and hearing how people, you know, what they're using, what's working for them. The conscious connected breathing, especially in the integrative breath work, you know, as things, sensations come up in the body, you know, you may ask someone, well, what does that sensation feel like? What's the earliest memory of having that sensation? And so for me, you know, you could see a room and you could see a situation and you could talk about it and then you could shift and you could like, one of them was when I was five and I was able to express to my parents what it is that I needed and wanted from my five-year-old self. And as I did that, I just cried and opened and the breath got fuller and it shifted so many things in me. I think my very first breath session, I sat up and I just was like, why isn't everyone doing this? So I think the leadership role has come in just to make sure that this is globally known, that this, this is open and available to as many people as possible and to get more breath workers on the planet to be part of this big wave. Beautiful. I love it. Well, you know, the start for me in my own spiritual and healing journey was yoga, which has a lot of breath work in it. And, you know, so I can definitely relate to the process of discovering all of this stuff that has been trapped inside the body and has been creating pain, specifically, the pain is there to get your attention, from what I understand. So what I'd like to ask you now, Lauren, is as you've been in this leadership role, you know, it sounds to me like you're really called to be a global messenger and somebody who is here to actually get this work out to as many people as possible. I know 
from my own body of work and study around breath and mind and body and spirit and, and the healing journey I went on that most people actually breathe up in their upper chest, which from what I understand actually keeps them in fight or flight and runs the adrenaline system and the cortisol and all of the things that create stress and inflammation in the body and all kinds of other diseases, never mind the pain. <laughs> so what I'd love to have you talk about now is when you started to go through your healing journey, one of the things that you may have come up against internally, at least I did in my own brain, was, is this woo-woo? Is this crazy <laughs> shit, right? Can you talk about, to anybody who's listening out there who might say, these ladies are off their rocker, <laughs> could you help us to understand a little bit deeper what exactly is happening, why it works, and help them to kind of make the decision to at least try it? So let me just start by saying, in February, before all of this started to happen, I was invited by MedStar Washington Hospital Center, and I was in a huge auditorium with like 94 doctors, nurses, and clinicians bringing in breath work for them. And actually, recently, they asked me if I would, because they really need more now. <laughs> yeah, because we're in COVID-19 right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they've asked if I would even do like a 10-minute short piece that would play on their WebEx. They understand the power of breathing, right? You know, we take about 8 million breaths, right, a year around, and every system in the body is affected by the breath. Every organ in the body is affected by the breath. So imagine what you were just saying. If you're just breathing this tiny breath on your upper chest and you're in fight and flight, you're right, your adrenaline, your cortisol is high and you just feel tight and uncomfortable. So right now, a lot of people, and if you wanna do it with me, we'll just mm -hmm. take, cause I know you love breathing. Mm -hmm. So if you put two hands on your belly right now and you just take in two deep breaths into your hands. So as you inhale, your belly expands like a balloon and as you exhale, the belly button goes in. And then as you inhale again, Expansion as you exhale. <sighs> now, some people can't even do that. They're so tight and stuck in their chest that their belly doesn't move at all. And think of all the things that hang below the diaphragm, right? You know, the intestines, large, small, you know, prostate or kidneys or ovaries or whatever. So if you're only chest breathing, there is no chi, there is no energy moving in the belly at all. So just to get those areas juiced and healthy, being able, and it could for some people take a little time, just practicing, like with little kids, I love working with little kids too, and I put a stuffed animal on their belly and I have them take a breath in, and the little animal goes up, and as they exhale, ah, they give it a ride down. And I know some parents at night will have their child lay in bed, and they'll put a, a little animal in their belly after we've been working together, and they'll do that in bed. And the exhale especially, like give it a slow ride down. So it's like a... Yeah. If you extend that exhale, you can sleep better, right? You can... Mm. 
start releasing. I mean, there's so many things that I, I can say about your question. <laughs> and I just, I don't know where you want to play. Well, what I want to do next is I just want to actually help people to understand what you mean by conscious, connected breathing. And so was that example that you just gave us, would you call that conscious, connected breathing? Because we're drawing our attention to what's actually happening in our body with the breath. Is, is that kind of the definition of that? So when they hook you up, they hook your brain up, and then they're having you do something, but you're not paying attention to your breath. It lights up the, you know, your amygdala, right? The primitive part of your brain. But then they say, take a breath in and let it go. And then take another one. And it lights up the prefrontal cortex, the higher reasoning part of the brain. So when I go into nonprofits or corporations and I teach them this, they will tell me later that any meeting, they take 10 breaths together before they start. So I loved that you had me take that in through the nose and out through the mouth three times with you because it was just lighting that part of the brain up so that we could play in a more creative, you know, higher reasoning space. Beautiful. So then the connected part is when you're doing it with other people. Is that what I'm hearing? Conscious so no, I'm gonna, breathing, I, all right. I, I want to play some more. Are you ready? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> all right. So we're little mice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we're going to take teeny tiny breaths, but we're just going to connect the inhale to the exhale. Ready? Okay. <sighs> Beautiful. So that was an inhale to the exhale, to the inhale. It was a seamless, there were no pauses between it. So you can, now let's lengthen it a little. One more. And then if I have someone pause and close their eyes, even after taking three breaths, they can start to feel some energy beginning to move in their body. They might feel lightheaded or buzzing or tingling. Did you already feel something? I feel the tingling, yeah. I yeah. can feel the tingling down my arms. I can feel the tingling in my back. Yeah, definitely. So here's what I want to say. Emotions are energy in motion. So right now, a lot of us are just stuffing emotion down. I don't have time to deal with this now. This is overwhelming. I'm, you know, We're stuffing it down. So then we complain because our neck hurts or our back hurts or our shoulders are tight. And so this conscious connected breathing gives us a chance to sit back and just breathe and feel. And everything that we've been stuffing will come up as we're breathing and feeling. And what will begin to happen is we'll integrate it, you know, which is healing it. And it will just turn back to energy and you will feel buzzing and flow. Yeah. So I always say breath mastery equals emotional mastery. Beautiful. I love it. We're going to have to take a short break. It comes so quickly, but I'm feeling the flow and the, the breath mastery and the energy moving in my body right now. I hope our listeners are as well. So uh, Wickedly Smart Women, we do need your help. If you're enjoying this show and want us to stay on the air, please consider making a donation at www.wickedlysmartwomen.com. We'd also like to ask you to share with your lovely lady friends who you think might benefit from our content. I want to thank all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We are now up to 35 countries. We just added Colombia, so we want to shout out to our listeners in Colombia, and we will be right back 
with Lauren Shellick Kafitz. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Creative Age Consulting Group. Women, are you ready for a big revenue breakthrough so you can stop working like a man and being paid like a woman? Are you ready to take the leap and go deep to claim your value and convert your wisdom to wealth? Is now the time to fulfill your mission and change the world? Creative Age Consulting Group is hired by women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance and be heard by millions while building a sustainable business model that makes bank. Please visit apply.wealthylifemethod.com to apply for an invitation-only consultation. If you have been inspired to receive support in welcoming wealth by making your most heartfelt contribution to the world, be sure to apply for a consultation today. Once again, that is apply.wealthylifemethod.com or click in the link in the show notes to access the application. And we are back with Lauren Shellick Kafritz, who is the author of Breath Love. You can find out more about the breath and about Lauren and about her book, Breath Love, at breathlove.com. And so before we went to the break, we all did some breathing together. Now on the back side of the break, Lauren, I would love to ask you about your creative process and how you came to write this book, maybe what some people will find in this book, and how the breath helped you to birth this book. So I'm laughing because right behind me is one of my paintings. And when you said, tell me about your creative process, I went straight to like, oh, I wonder if she read the book and knows that... I went back to painting after high school recently, like within five years ago, um, or six right now, through breath work. Because everyone hopefully did not, but I did have a art teacher who I just felt like I had no talent in it. And, you know, I couldn't do realistic things, but it would have been really amazing. And it would have been amazing if uh, an art teacher would say, Lauren, you love color. Go abstract, you know, go for it. So six years ago, we moved into this house and uh, there's an art school nearby. And I promised myself that I was going to get past that fear and I was going to sign up. And for me, every time you see a blank canvas is like starting a new company or, you know, doing something different outside your comfort zone. So if you put your hands on your ribs for a minute, you can hug yourself and hold your rib cage or hold them on the side. And take a deep breath into your ribs. Again. One more, really expand. So as we side breathe, we're literally expanding our capacity. We're learning how to live outside of our comfort zone. So every time I get in front of a canvas or when I was sitting down to write the book, I breathe like crazy. So because a blank page is just like a blank canvas. And there was so much that I wanted to say. 
And so I was very lucky. I had a wonderful team around me, people who know me well and who really pulled out of me all the things that were so important. And something that's coming in really clear right now that I just wanted to share is when we're walking around in a grocery store or anywhere, we're using our nose right now because that's where our filtration system is. The reason you hear me using breath a lot through my mouth, one, you can hear me better, but two, a mouth breath is great for moving a lot of emotion, which is what a lot of people need to do now, especially the one you did in through the nose, out through the mouth. We just let go of stress. So I just want to clarify that like, Almost everywhere we're using our nose right now. And in breath work, give yourself a chance to use your mouth too. Beautiful. I love that. Well, I have another kind of interesting side question here. Just It's kind of specific to me, but it may also be specific to other people as well. You know, you're a business owner. You're a business woman. And money is kind of the breath of the business. Mm. So I would love to hear if you have any story around your own relationship with stepping into being an entrepreneur and your relationship with money and how the breath may have, or, you know, your practices may have supported you to be able to flourish in your business as opposed to be, you know, gasping for breath financially (laughs) or otherwise. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, at first when I started getting into breath work, I was like, breath is also spiritual, right? Mm -hmm, Very. Any major religion, (laughs) you'll find some mysticism around breath as well. So I was like, how am I going to charge for this? And, you know, And over and over again, the messages I I was getting from others or I was reading or feeling into is that money is energy. So it's an energy exchange. You know, when people are coming for sessions, with COVID going on right now, I have a Monday night class through the Mindfulness Center. It's like themindfulnesscenter.org, I think. And I'm just giving that class away. That's my gift to anyone going through a hard time right now, they too are donation-based, so if someone can afford to do it, they can donate, or they can just come take the class for free. So I then now have been seeing all my clients virtual, and I had to be okay with charging money during this time. And I always have a sliding scale, but what's really interesting is everyone who's coming now is just wanting to pay in full. So it's really beautiful. Beautiful. Well, what's gorgeous is that they're recognizing the value that you're offering and meeting the energy that you're bringing to the table with the energy that's appropriate to be exchanged. So beautiful. I love that. So let's talk now about valuing your own vision because that's another thing that Wickedly Smart Women who are stepping into business need to do. And I'd love to hear what you might have done or maybe tools that you used when you started to get the vision to first become a breath worker, then become a leader in the breath work industry, then become an author. Like there is a process that we have to go through where we have to commit and devote ourselves and value our vision. So I'd love to hear about that process for you. So it's really interesting that, like I said, I was not looking to be a breath worker. You know, I have my master's in journalism. I, you know, I knew, do you know Lauren Hillenbrand? 
I don't, but the name she, is vaguely familiar. She wrote the book Seabiscuit. Okay. You remember her? Yeah. So she also has a lot of health issues that she talks about all the time. So anyway, I, I got a call one day and someone said, can you help her? She doesn't have a lot of money. And I just said, sure. She, she needed a photo for her book jacket cover. So um, I read up about her and I saw what was going on and I called her and I said, how do you want to look? And she said, strong and whatever. She's like, but you can't take me more than like a half a block from my house because that's all the energy she had. Mm -hmm. So I got to her house and I saw what she was wearing and I had her like put on a white colored shirt and did it and fluffed her hair. And we went outside and I'm like, you know, I read somewhere that people smile bigger if they breathe. So I said, are you game? And she's like, absolutely. So the whole session I had her breathing and she had this incredibly powerful picture and she got marriage proposals from her photo. Wow. So meanwhile, I had a big yes to helping her, right? I got little to no money, some little money, right? And then her book went near Times bestseller. And that photo got sold around the world. I made so much money on that picture. So I guess what I'm trying to say is sometimes we go after something, but sometimes we just say yes, even when we don't know if it's going to do something. And then this magic happens. I love that. Thank you for dropping that wisdom. <laughs> really good. <laughs> Wickedly smart right there, girl. <laughs> yeah, I would agree that, you know, I actually have a little five letter thing that I say, and it spells out the word score. Success comes organically, resulting in excitement, which leads to more success. And I think it's a fallacy for anyone to believe that success is a linear route at all. And I love that you valued your vision enough to say yes again and again and again. So we only have a couple minutes left before we have to close. It's amazing how quickly this goes. Is there anything either from Breath Love, the book, or in your heart that you would like to share with our listeners before we have to come to the end? Yes. So um, one of my clients who just fell in love, her, she has a company, her name is Jodi Omar. She has a company called Jam Strategies. And she's just been amazing. Like, see, when you do something you're excited about and you put it out there and you don't know how it's going to work out, angels show up. Right. She's one of my angels. And I can hear her in my head saying, tell them about your emergency toolkit. <laughs> so I tell everyone that I have four things that like, if you're feeling stuck or afraid or anxious, do these four things. One, that deep connected breathing. Two, you move, move, move your body. Like I had those doctors do a cookie monster where you take a breath up and then go, oh. <laughs> it just moves everything. And they have these big smiles after. So move your body, drink water, 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 water. My favorite drinking game. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers to our water. And then the last one is nature. Nature is so healing. I just, like the color green does certain things to you. The color blue does others. Like feel the wind on your face. Nature helps us get back in the present moment where everything is okay. Yes. 
And take a nice deep cleansing breath on that. Let's stay in the present moment where everything is okay. What a pleasure to have you on the show today, Lawrence. I feel just just really so good. All this breathing made me feel fantastic. Listeners, we are going to have to go, though. We do love feedback. Please let us know what you thought of today's show by calling into our listener line at 540-402-0043, extension 4343, and leave a message about what you thought of today's episode. Or you can send in questions or guest suggestions to listeners at wickedlysmartwomen.com. We might even give you a shout out on the show Thanks for tuning in. Keep your ears open. And remember, you are a wonderful woman. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to review and rate Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.